Hello, everybody. This is the Get In The Zone podcast by Adinia Gundana. You can call me Nido. And today, we'll be talking about the NBA draft, my preseason Super Bowl picks, the main Memphis legends, Zion Williamson, NBA free agency, and something the Knicks fans will need to, need to hear to at the end of this podcast. But first, I want to like to talk about the NBA draft. I'm going to go pick by pick, probably up to the top 10. I might go to all the way down the lottery, but most likely to the top 10. But the first pick, the Pelicans at the Zion Williamson. It's a slam dunk for them. He will be able to seeds. He can do all the little things for him. He can switch in any corner defense. He has a nine-time motor. He'll be able to melt now. The Pelicans can play fast with him, Texas Hayes, Lonzo Ball, maybe even Joe Vinci bring him back. And also, they will be able to defend like heck. Jackson Hayes, excellent win blocker, so win protection. They got a perimeter defense with Lonzo Ball and Drew Holiday. They play they can have the ability to switch anything with Zion Williamson. Brandon Ingram, I'm not sure if he fits that scheme as well as they want him to. So I, I, might, I could see them packaging like a Brandon Ingram and like maybe like a, let me think, maybe like a Julio Okafor. And maybe it's like, like a small forward that can run him down the forward and play defense. Or power forward that can move Zion Williamson to small forward. I don't know what Zion Williamson is actually going to play in this league. But with the second pick, in fact, no, let me go back to the first pick. Zion this boy has some big future feel. He really does. People compare the hype he has around him is crazy. People think he's with like LeBron, Blake Griffin. Like it's if he can live up to that, like he could be a solid player. Might be able to give you like fifteen and seven, and they they just slander him for me in a bus. That's how much hype Zion Williamson has around his name. I'll talk about some more about Zion later. The Grizzlies. They drafted John Moran. Now, they're going to be in a complete rebuild. They got their point guard of the future, and they got their powerful of the future in Jerry Jackson Jr. Now, they need to fill that in. They need to fill that in with some wings and another center to go with that. But I feel like the way they're rebuilding is going great for them right now. I don't think I'm pretty sure Boston can have their pick next year, which is horrible. So I'm I'm guessing they're probably going to try to trade away more of their good players like Avalu Tunis at the line right, get some more draft picks. So also they can have more draft picks and be bad. That's what I would do about the Grizzlies. But you know the Grizzlies are the Grizzlies. They might not even do that. They might just be semi decent and don't get the draft pick. The New York Knickerbockers they selected R. J. Barrett. Now, R.J. Barrett, I like him a lot. He's a scorer. All three levels. He can dunk on you. He can go to the mid-range game off the pick and roll. He can grow on the pick and roll. Dish on the pick and roll. Mid-range on the pick and roll. Step back to three on the pick and roll. He really reminds me of the DeMar DeRozan left-handed. Or maybe a poor man, James Harden. Because how much, how, much how much he shoots, he's a volume shooter. But he was forced to be out of his role when he played for Duke. He still averaged about, like, 22 points per game. Even though they forced him to shoot a lot of threes, it was not his game. I think R.J. Beard has, to be, has a potential to be special for the New York Knicks. And Stephen A. Smith, stop crying. Come on now. Be patient with it. Just trust him. You got to trust him. You got draft pick from the Mavericks. Like, you got, people got to trust in the Knicks. In their front office now, that's the new front office. The LA Lakers drafted DeAndre Hunter, but the trade the pick was traded to the Pelicans, who traded to the Hawks. So the Hawks have DeAndre Hunter. Now, I see he was the best player on the board, in my opinion. I liked him over Garland or Culver. But how did he fit their scheme? 
they're more fast-paced. DeAndre Hunter is more, he played for Virginia when he slowed it down, like really slow. But he is going to help him out on the defense, and he, he can go, he can point out and lock the other the other team's best player down. He is an excellent defender who can also shoot the three. Kawhi Leonard comparisons, I'm not liking him that much. But Lou Alden comparisons, I'm liking that a lot. Keep count ladies like the Jerry Garland. This guy, I'm a little confused. They said they wanted a CJ McCollum, Damian Lutite backcourt, but I don't, I don't, I don't think it's going to pan out like that. I feel like they took a Jared Culver, who's a six foot seven shooting guard who can also handle the ball, dish it out, play some good defense. He can do all he knew everything good, not great but good. Did go is coming off an injury. He said he's hundred percent. I haven't talked to him. Well, of course I'm not gonna talk to him, but I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. But if it is, if if he has hundred percent, I think he has amazing potential, like they said, Dean Willard, Colin Sexton, but they're also, they're, both of them are scoring guards, they're not playmaking guards, they give the ball up, and make their other teammates better, so how, I don't know how this is going to work, they're both scoring type guards, and then you, and then you added Kevin Porter Jr. later in the round, like, I'm not seeing, who's the playmaker on this team, the Phoenix Suns traded their pick to the Minnesota Timberwolves, and, and, so the Timberwolves get the Jared Culver. I like the traffic. I like it. Because they have, have a Jericho and Andrew Wiggins and Cat now. I like that. I like it a lot. And also, I heard they're in the discussion to get D'Angelo Russell. So, I mean, listen to this. You have the D'Angelo Russell, Jericho and Andrew Wiggins in Calgary Town type team with a young core. That's, whew, that's, that's amazing. That's something that you don't see every day. That's something that is probably up there with the best young core in the league. And they can make the playoffs and do extremely well. Chicago Bulls ended up drafting Kobe White, point guard from North Carolina. He's a scoring guard. So him and Zach Levine, I, neither of them are a playmaker's type. But, hey, I guess they got Wendell Carter Jr. He's a playmaker, but he, I don't think he's like a Jokic type who can initiate your offense like that. But they, they will be able to score the ball when they have Otto Porter, Kobe White, um, Lloyd Mark, and Zach Levine. They'll be able to put that ball in the hole and get you a bucket whenever you need it. Now with the eighth pick, it is obstructed by the Pelicans, but the Hawks made the selection. You know why? Because the trade. Jackson Hayes. I like the draft pick a lot because now the Pelicans are going to play fast pace, pushing up and down the floor, up and down the floor, blocking shots, throwing out. It's about to be Lob City 2.0 in the, oh my God, in the, in the Big East. Like, it's about to be so much fun. Like, just watching them play the game is going to be so much fun. They're going to throw lobs, like I said. What's really going to be to lock you up? So going to be a lot of fast week opportunities. So you might see a lot of dunks by my man Zion Williamson or lobs by my man Jackson Hayes. Alonzo, I'm, I'm telling right now, he's going to have the double-double. He's going to have his 10, 10 points and 11 assists because, boy, do they have some players on the team. Washington Wizards, the Wui Hachimura. I don't understand this pick. I really don't. But I, I'm just so confused. I thought they would take a Karen Reddish. Or like a sequel Doombius, some of that point, that best player available. But we actually more like I feel like he's such a project. And the Wizards the Wizards aren't the best at developing talent. Like I you have these guys all you see them do is give out big contract. Uh Ken Reds will really help him out when you have him and Bradley Bill with a Thomas Bryant who's a young and emerging. But we have to more I really not like that pick. I feel like that was one of the worst picks in the draft. Cameron Reddish Cameron Reddish to the Hawks. I love this pick. Now you have a Trey Young, 
Kevin Horton, Cameron Reddish, John Collins, Bruno Fernando, who they also drafted. Like, this young core is just so good. Oh, and Amari Spellman. Like, this young core is so good. Like, young dude, it's like the Pelican. They remind me of the Pelican. Like, they're going to be so fun, fun to watch. going to be a lot of three-point three point shooters going up in the end. A lot of fast-paced shooting the ball, alley-ooping. It's going to be so much fun watching the Hawks play. I love this draft pick by the Hawks. I felt Cameron Reddish was like a top-five talent in this draft. Now, since I'm out of the top 10, I'm going to tell you guys like some of the picks I liked and I didn't like. I'm going to start off with the 11th pick. I did not like the Cameron Johnson pick. I felt like they needed a point guard. So either I would trade that pick to get a point guard, or they do need a small four, but Cameron Johnson would not have a small four available. Romeo Link would have available. I think Jumia was available. Like so many other good small forwards were there. Even Mateus Thibel, I would not be mad if they drafted Mateus Thibel. Or Nazi Little was even available. Like, they they got to do better than that. They, I, feel like, I feel like they rushed that pick. They did it. They didn't know who to take. They just want to take shooting. Kim Johnson is a good shooter, but that's not all he does. But he's just, he's just most of the good shooter, and he he's not really polished any most of the other areas in his game. I'm going down to number thirteen, Tyler Hero. I like the draft pick by the Miami. They did need shooting. They addressed the need. I got my man Tyler Hero. I've been watching watching him since high school. I love the way he plays. He's a shooter. He's more than a shooter. He's a scorer. He can put the ball in the hole. Remind me a lot of Devin Booker. I'm you know, seeing him with Deion Wade, but that's just Winslow. Because on right side with Josh Richardson, um, Gordon Dragic. You might actually have a little playoff team there. I don't know. I don't know. Tell us that the Romeo Langford. I guess it's going to be the, this the replacement. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I like this pick because I, I think it's going to be the replacement towards Marquis Moore. Marquis Moore, who I do believe is leaving this free agency. But, yeah, Romeo Langford, he has so much talent in the world, and I feel like the Celtics are excellent at, at developing talent, so this is a great pick for them. I'm going to skip some more down to the 25th pick, the Trailblazers. I love them taking Nazi Little. He had a top-10 talent in this draft. He can lock up on defense. He can catch live. His offensive game is extremely raw. In the half-court game, he did not like – he looked like a deer in headlights. He doesn't, he doesn't like – no, he, he doesn't like he, – he looked like he did not know what he's doing. But his talent is there, so having him there on the bench is going to, he knows his role, is going to make it even better for the bench. The 30th pick was selected by Kevin Porter Jr. He will be traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I love that draft pick. It's just, it's just the best player available, talent you have him. This only team is going to be so much fun with him and Darius Garland. But yeah, I feel like he's the best player available, and I love that pick. Sixers drafted Carson Edwards, but then traded him to the Boston Celtics. I feel like Carson Edwards would be the perfect thing that the Sixers needed. He's a shooter. He's a scorer. You, you just gave up. You just gave away Landry Shaman. You need some shooting. But what are they doing? Like, the, what in their mindset? We need shooting. We traded him away to the Boston Celtics, our rival. Like, that makes zero sense. And then, next nice they have the, the Bruno Fernando, who they do need a big man since Boban Brianovic, I do believe, is leaving. Bruno Fernando, I, I feel like he's an excellent big man. I feel like he's a first-round draft pick type great. They traded him to the hall. Like, the Sixers did not do good this draft, in my opinion. They did take Matthias Thibault, but that might be the only thing they did that draft. And I'm then my last my last thing I'm gonna go to the 44th pick. Bull Bull was drafted by the Miami Heat who traded to Denver Nuggets. I feel like Bull Bull has a big chip on his shoulder. He's an excellent talent. He has a big man, seven foot three, like seven six something like that. Wingspan, guard like skills. He just has a medical problem. But Denver Nuggets, they don't. Do, I didn't feel like they gonna do the same thing what he did with Michael Porter Jr. Probably sit him a year. Next year he'll be fire and cooking up. Um, yeah, that's my assessment on the NBA draft. And um, yeah. Now, my preseason Super Bowl pick, I mean, <sighs> this is hard, yo. Only the sleeper team that comes out of nowhere. 
but I'm going to Philadelphia Eagles. I find the Philadelphia Eagles have everything. And they have a quarterback has a huge triple shooter that has talent around them. He had the Sean Jackson, he had Nelson Aguilar, Alexander Jeffrey, Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, an excellent offensive line. They have Jordan Howard. They have the one that they drafted, Miles Sanders. Defensive line, the front seven is amazing. They still got Malcolm Dingus out there with Ronnie McLeod in the back end. The Eagles, I really believe, are my Super Bowl picks because they have everything. They are bound. They have excellent coaches. They have excellent coach, excellent GM in case they need to make any midseason moves. And they will have, I, feel, I do believe they will have home field advantage. And you know that Philadelphia crowd is loud. It's this is crazy. Like everyone just loves the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia is a sports town, and once you get into, once you get into that arena, you're the enemy, and they will go off on you. So I do believe the Philadelphia Eagles are my Super Bowl picks, and I do believe they will win the Super Bowl. But it might change a bit at the beginning of the season, at the mid season, at the playoffs. I don't know because they might not make the playoffs. Because that dude, we do not know with the NFL. But these are my preseason Super Bowl picks. Now I have to go back to Zion Williamson. He has so much pressure on him. It's like if he takes a, if he takes a step back, let's say he doesn't make the All Star team in his first two years, it's failure. With the hype he has around him, he has to make an All Star team with the first two years. He has people calling him a superstar, and he has not even played a game in the NBA yet. He had not played a. Let me repeat that. He had not played a game in the NBA. Is be calling a superstar. I mean, socially, popularity he is, but they're talking about playing. That is that is that's absurd. Tyron Williamson, I feel sad for you. All all this pressure behind you, but I feel like he's gonna be put in a place to succeed with an offensive coach in Alvin Genji who will get the best out of Zion Williamson, in my opinion, just like he got the best out of Anthony Davis. With Alonzo Ball, who's a point guard who wants to distribute, and the offense will be running up and down the floor, catching lobs, so his offense numbers will be good. He will do the little things, which will probably help him in a, getting all-star rules because the public loves him, the media loves him, and I feel, I'm pretty sure that um, the people in the NBA, the people in the NBA they don't like they don't hit him. So all you got to do is put up, like, I don't know, like 19.7 rebounds, like a two blocks a game. I, I feel like that, that he going to the All-Star game. But, yeah, Zion, it's good luck with all the pressure you have on you. And I feel like it's, it's so scary for you, Zion. It's good luck. Now, I like to go to my agency predictions. I'm going to start off with the Times MVP NBA champion, Kawhi Leonard. He said it's down between, well, I've been heard that it's between the Raptors and the Clippers. I'm going to go with the Clippers just because it's his home. They have a stable organization, a great organization, matter of fact, for that. A rich owner with deep pockets can give him anything he wants. And, yeah, yeah, that's it. Kevin Durant. I'm going with the New York Knicks, the obvious one, just because he said he wouldn't go there in the first place. I believe that he's still going to go there. He... He probably can stay the year, let the, let, let the youngins develop, and they probably have another high draft pick with another high player. They still have cash for another Mexican agent. So basically adding a young player and a free agent and Kevin Durant that next season, that that was really, I feel like, boost their team and boost that city of New York. Because that just seemed dead in the NBA town. It's just so sad that they couldn't do I mean, Kevin Durant, it's so sad that Kevin got, Kevin got injured that moment. Because really, here the Knicks. And Kevin Durant, he don't want to get paid. 
I had the Knicks tremendously. I, I really, I really hope that the Knicks can get somebody else in another free agent. But now I'm going to Kyrie Irving. I know the poor says a done deal to go to the Brooklyn Nets. But I'm going to say he's going to join the L.A. Lakers. I feel like he's going to make up with LeBron. I know he, he wants to play with Anthony Davis so badly. And imagine that team with LeBron, Kyrie Irving, and Anthony Davis. You know, and, and Kyle Kuzma. Like, that team will be deadly. They will give Kyrie whatever he needed, whatever he wanted to come to that team. That would make, it, make the team OP with a center, a power forwarder. And you can find some minimum weird guys like a Carmelo Anthony, like a man, I'm being bring the way like J. Williams. I don't get up, man. Maybe I don't know. Like it could definitely happen. My next one is the Kimber Walker. I thought he's gonna return home to the Charlotte Hornets and take less than the Supermax so he can help his team get better talent around him, which I think will be extremely smart for him. Jimmy Butler. This might be the hardest one out of all free agents. He said the ladies offer a max, he would jump at it. Sixers can offer him like 191, five years. I don't know. And also, he did him talking to James Harden, the Rockets, I think it would be a horrible decision to him because he was sitting in the corner waiting for the ball, probably Christian, Mike, and Tony, like, what What are you doing? I don't need the ball in my hands. James Harden doing a double double step back, missing it, breaking it, losing to the Warriors. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. But I'm just really mad. I'm a Rockets fan, but like, horrible, but that is just, I'm gonna go with the New York Knicks, I feel like the Knicks will sign on Jimmy Butler, pair him with Kevin Durant, wait a season, have Jimmy Butler play with the young guns, I don't think it'll be a good idea, but I do, I do feel like the Knicks will do something like that, because I mean, I do. I know. I know. I said they had a good organization, but James Dillon it will be will become impatient. Like, oh, we don't really get, we don't get Kyrie. Oh, we don't get Kawhi. Oh, we don't get Kemba. Okay, give me him now. Give me him now. And they'll probably offer him a max deal. Which I do not think he should get because he'll be paying to like he's like thirty five years old, which is not good. Just like Chris Paul, a contract is not good. Um, I'm gonna do two more people. I'm gonna do Chris Middleton and Nikola Vucevic. And then I'll, I'll now move to my next topic, my next final topic. Um, Chris Middleton, I'll have him return to the Bucks. There's no reason why he shouldn't. Joe probably offer him the max deal. He just he not the max, like a little bit lower than the max deal. He was an all star last year with him. He loves Jan. Him and Jan are close friends, in my opinion. Unless I can see from a far side of view, and he just put a great number with the Bucks in that system. I don't feel like he put. I don't feel like he would put numbers in a different system, like he did with the Bucks system. Nikola Vucevic, I have him joining the Dallas Mavericks. So they know how much they love them some foreign players. So they need a big man to pair Kristaps Porzingis. So you have Kristaps Porzingis and Nikola Vucevic and Luka Doncic. Probably the best foreign trio ever. At least, at least most talented foreign, foreign trio, trio ever. And yeah, that is my fantasy predictions. And now to end off this episode. The New York Knicks. Let's say Kevin Durant signed with the Clippers, and uh, no one wants to join the Knicks because Kevin Durant's not going with them. What you guys should just do is be patient. You have at least two first-round picks in like three of the next five years, I'm pretty sure. 
It was a dollar fix. There's no need to rush it. You have a Lonzo Trier. You have a Kevin Knox, a Mitchell Robinson, a Dean Smith Jr., a Frank Lilakina, a R.J. Barrett. Probably a top pick next year. You have those young pieces. You have a good front office. Be patient with it, please. Because you rush it, team don't want to rush it, and they probably put like a mid tier free agent, a max contract, and you'll be guy who pissed. Continue to rebuild it. Build it through the draft. Try to build a young dynasty. Get the best young talent you can acquire. Because if you just rush with them on the middle of the ages, they ain't going to get you nowhere. Probably going to get you like a first round, second round exit. They need to continue to build through the draft. Let's say get a top pick, right? So you have Desmond Jr., RJ Barrett, the shooting guard, Kevin Knox. You need a power forward, right? Let's position this league anyway. So you probably, let's say you get like a second or third pick. I, I do five. You probably, you probably still can get you like a James Reisman or Khalil Whitney or Jaden McDaniels. Just continue to build through the draft. There's so much young talent coming into the NBA now that if you just wait and build through the draft, you can hang yourself a young guy in a couple of years. It's like the Warriors did. The Warriors built through the draft. They didn't sign no win behind free agents. They built through the draft. What a Draymond in the second round. What a Clay in the late first. I'm not, not late first, but like mid first. What a Curry. Continue to build through the draft. I really believe that. Steve Mills and the New York Knicks will do great in the future. Not if you're just trying a max contract. Give a max contract to a secondary free agent. Thank you, everybody, for listening. That will be the end of episode one. Um, I feel like this podcast can really do some serious damage in the sports talking industry. But, yeah, that's um, me, and I'm out. Peace.